year 2007 AD, DarkCrazy.com launched the last of its eight dimensional probes. Theorizing that one could save the world with the teachings of pop culture, Dr. Sean, Buck, Gilberto stepped into the TVAMB accelerator. And vanished. He awoke to find himself in a dimension not of sight but of sound, existing in an imaginary non-space called the interwebs. His only guide on this journey is Greg, the gruff co-founder of the project, who appears in the form of a voice Sean can only sometimes hear. They are often accompanied by other travelers on the seas of fate, such as Hazel Lynn, Scary Gary, Tracy Luna, Mandrew, and others. I'm Ron, an experimental robot built by Sean to be his constant companion. We've been running ever since, leaping from life to life, pointing out things that once went wrong, in movies and TV, in this strange wild adventure inexplicably known as... TV ate my dinner. Oh, I did see that? Yes. Yeah, I liked it a bunch. I've seen that. Did you like it? Yeah, it was interesting. I, I liked it. I There was a lot of issues with it, but I didn't mind it. I didn't have any issues to the very end. I mean, not, not to poke too many holes at it, but I liked it. Uh, it's like, like elves and spaceships shooting lasers at each other. It's like, wow, this guy should make a He-Man movie. It's badass. What's the guy? He's the guy that... um. He's done some Game of he, Thrones stuff. And he did. Yeah, he, he directed the Mad Men pilot. Well, that's and then he directed a bunch of games well, He was I saying had some that the with game of like the stuff is probably character development was a bit lacking, and the female character was just the MacGuffin and that sort well, of thing. Well, I don't understand why so. they keep having all these Earth people, because really the end of the movie was dragged down by the fact that they kept trying to figure out how his Earth friends would do things that would help. And like, really, yeah. this had just been a giant battle between Asgardians and Elves, and I would have been happy. Yeah. That's what they this should have been had. a space battle between like just Asgardians I, I, and Dark I kind elves. of was hoping that she would actually do something with her powers, rather than just sort of float. No, the ether. Somebody like the guy wrote that that article about Agents of Shield, and he said exactly that. He said all Marvel stories revolve around a thing that does things that people want. That like yeah, the, it doesn't have often. defined powers. It doesn't make any sense. There's always a device that drives the story that everyone's trying to get hold of. And this movie's like that too, where it's like the it's literally called the ether. So it's like even funnier because it's like some nebulous power that it's they nothing. just call the ether. And then and, and, and it does nothing in the story either. I kind of felt like the the only really story story that happened, the only development was just like, let's watch how Loki comes to power. Well, they have Loki in it, and he's a lot of fun. And the characters in it are a he's lot fun. of fun. I like him. Everybody like, in the movie I thought his storyline, his and Thor's storyline was really the best thing in the movie. And I think the whole thing worked. I actually think I could have done without them even bringing back the other characters from the first film. Cause yeah, I, although I did, I did enjoy seeing What's-His-Face Without Pants all the time. What's wrong with him? He had a god in his head. Yeah. He's crazy now. <laughs> He's crazy now. He doesn't wear clothes. But it's it's a good it's a lot of fun and you can tell it's a much bigger movie than the first Thor movie. I liked the first Thor, but 
There was a lot of elements of, you know, sort of bringing a bit more reality to Asgard, which was nice. Well, and I think... This was Heimdall. This could now make this series of movies my favorite of all the Marvel series of movies. Because I like Iron Man, because I like Robert Downey Jr., but the story of Iron Man is always dumb, and he's always just fighting dumb things. But Thor is like, he's like a god, and he fights all these, like, cool dark elf things. It's like, it could all be like a big fantasy story the whole time. Yeah, I like that. I haven't seen this... I, I love the first one. A lot of people don't like the first one, but I, like the first I just one. like I like the whole aesthetic, and I like him, and I like all the Asgard stuff. Was I thought that stuff was awesome. Well, so, you should I mean, like the I'm second sure, one then. I think they yeah, did I'm a, sure like this. a much better job. I like the storyline with the mum too. I like the storyline with the mum. I thought it brought a bit of heart into it, and it did. Um, I think they emotionally. I think, I think they did well. I think they did well with the whole story. So yeah, I would uh, I would highly recommend cool. the, the second Thor. I mean, movie. yeah, it's like any of these movies. There's always going to be one or two problems that you have with certain aspects of you know the plot or the characterization that sort of thing. There's always some issue, but overall, it was fun. To me, it's always the ending cool. where things break down. I could always tear apart the ending. Did you see the bit at the very, very end after the credits? Yeah, I did. I did. I know better. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. I mean, there was kind of like two bits, and I was like, I could have just done with a giant monster running around. Yeah, just do. You got to stay through the whole thing because there's because they do a break to the very very yeah, end. Yeah, stay to the very very oh, end because the there's the actually two stingers on this one because because there's a break yeah. and they do a bit and then because we, we were sitting there going, should we stay to the very end? It's like, well, let's do it anyway. But there's a stinger at the very. It's a very Avengers esque that way where Avengers has right. a break. pre stinger and then a late yeah, stinger. Because Avengers does that where they do like a story stinger and just a, just. Just like a little fun bit. This sort of I was hanging thing. around and the guy who was like, you know, sweeping up the place sort of stopped and said, yeah, there's a little something at the end, so you're right to stay. And I'm like, oh yeah, good. Yeah, I never feel bad at a Marvel movie. Like, I left at the before the end of Wolverine and people were like, there was a stinger at the end of Wolverine. It's like, well, I didn't know. I didn't know that was a real Marvel movie. I didn't know they did those things. That was the kind of cool one. I saw. I just saw that a couple yeah, of days ago. Because it actually set up the Days of Future Past. I'm actually getting really excited about that X-Men movie. Oh, that could be oh it looks like it's going to be awesome. It yeah. could be awesome. I like the idea awesome. that they're going to marry this sort of prequel universe they did with the the original. Right. That would be a lot of fun to me like as a time travel story because you've already sort of mired everything in all these different time periods. Just do a time travel story that marries all yeah, of them. Yeah, and that prequel one was so great. And so it's like now you actually legitimize the... The first ones they did. Yeah, so it'd be a lot of fun. I, I I'm looking forward to that. But yeah, because yeah, so. you have all these good actors in that now. You know, it's like they double the amount of good actors they have. So. Yeah, exactly. Just bring the best of every movie into. Or one you have movie. Ian McKellen and Michael Fassbender, <laughs> same person. <laughs> yeah. like, all Yay. right. <laughs> and well, happy and I saw the trailer for the new Captain America. I think that's going to be fun. I'm I'm a big fan. I haven't. Of oh, that's America. pretty cool. But I, I really I'm am terribly really excited fan. about Doctor Who. Let's hope it's good. Because <laughs> I don't want what I don't want is what always happens is like when something comes out, then I see the Facebook reaction first. I was like, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I don't see things right away. And everyone's like, Oh, I'm so mad at Rick and Walking Dead. It's like, Oh God damn it! Hold on, let me go watch it. I haven't. I don't watch. Things. Oh yeah, I had that for Agents of Shield the other week where they someone said, Oh, that person nearly died, and I'm like, Oh. Yeah. So far, you're not missing much. Agents of Shield is still getting. I, 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 I've enjoyed that show though. It's a good show. Like it's no, a show. it's, it's fun to not watch. a good show. It's, 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 it's just entertaining. It just hasn't got its legs as far as having characters that you would care about. Yeah, but it's just. Not, but it's actually just kind of fun to I watch. Like maybe it. It because fun. it is involved. 
And like yeah. I, I think I like the idea that they're going to involve like the Thor thing and then the Captain America. They're thing just going to the have to do stuff. something. They're just going to have to do something that that makes us care about the characters within that show. That's the problem. Yeah. What about it, the? They, a, I thought they were going to kill one show. off last week, but they didn't. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I almost wish that's too early to kill them no, off. No, I to think make this would be the perfect time because you think you're. Not those you two. think you've developed a dynamic like killing somebody right now would be a good time because then, the then you don't know where calls. you stand on things then the damn herd then the herd yeah they're all boring well here's the problem and we've said this it's like no one on the show is an actual agent of shield that's annoying <laughs> it's like they're all some kind of exception to something like that is really annoying like <laughs> making your scare just because your scare your character is like are specialists in things doesn't mean they're special. <laughs> like, I'm the hacker character. And it's like, we're the scientist characters who've never been in the field. It's like, I usually work alone. It's like, I thought I was retired. It's like, I died one time. It's like, why isn't anyone an actual agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. that's just here to do their damn job? <laughs> I like that last week the hacker actually started to do hacker stuff. Oh, she bothered. I was like, she's on the computer. I already. Uh, and well, then she, she does that like, all the time. She's like, I look at face One of the things that article said is, if you want to have believable drama, you have to have it stop revolving around people staring at various screens. And like that was <laughs> yeah, well, like, the whole especially in, in most modern TV shows. Is like people are just like sort of just dinking at different devices, and then they come up and say things. It's like that's true in today's world. That is just what you do anyway. Like you don't have, they don't have to be a special anything to do that. I can do that. I can get down and Google something, come up with an answer. So I'm not impressed by that. And then you have these like I'm a hacker and I can do this and blah blah. blah. Like, oh Jesus Christ, who cares? It's just so hard in a show like this because I mean they're required to do a certain amount of kind of emotional stuff that they have to put in and like the plots of the things are pretty good though that's what's more fun about it like oh that's a neat idea like a virus on this thing that's doing this weird like that kind of stuff is fun but that's why when you have i mean that's why josh whedon was so good at that stuff with the firefly or those other things because it's like in those weird quippy lines or that such it's a quippy but like emotional line it can get across stuff so well in that short amount of time it can relay that's what people always say like quip is weird like i don't like quippy things i was like yeah but people can they can do it like masterfully do it to like kind of convey character and emotion in a certain way you can always but, tell because there are shows right. on tv to to this day that sort of mimic that formula but they don't deliver it doesn't work when they're just like they're just being kind of glib they're just trying to be work. funny and they don't understand <laughs> yeah. how the character is revealed in these lines and I think that this show suffers from that a little bit because this isn't Joss Whedon writing this stuff. It's it's, it, right. it's, it's people. So there, there's but even a in the Avengers, there. like even the, the, those quippy lines that Coulson says in the Avengers movie are way more kind of emotionally. They they show his character about how he traded the cards and all those things he's saying like shows so much about his character really fast. And that's what he's so good at. I mean, that's what that style comes from, and everybody tries to mimic it, and they just yeah. They just didn't try when to be you're funny, to but they don't characters. realize it's showing the character and it's giving those characters an emotional core that you're trying to, you know, in a really quick amount of time. Well, that's what they're, they're hurting for right now because they're they're not really showing you these characters very well and the characters are all kind of dumb. But they're not bad, so you could hone all of these characters into something worthwhile. 
Yeah, I even like that main guy a little. I mean, that other weird agent guy a little more. I was like, well, I like him more just because I've watched more of him. You know, not because he's done anything. It's just because I'm used to him. <laughs> well, also because you can see the sensibilities. Like they they bring out some of the core of his character and why he does what he does and that he cares and all that kind of stuff. And that that does start to help. It just starts to be a little more cliche after. Okay, I get it. So let's like. Well, know, they're laying it on to think every episode is about developing these sensibilities. Where like, oh yeah, well, Colson wants this. It's like, yeah, but in every episode we break orders, and every episode we go against the green, and every episode is like, why are we allowed all this leeway? Like, right. when are we ever just following protocols and just following orders? Because that's what we should be doing most of the time. Just take take off and landing procedures. That's about the only time. Yeah, and then we get in like, oh, I'm sorry, you're breaking up. It's like, well, yeah, I'm sorry too because you're fired. <laughs> that's what that's what well, that's what the end of that episode he says. I, this is this is not like the old Colson. It's like, well, you better get used to it. And he's like, oh, really? You're fired. It's like that's not like that. <laughs> well, exactly. It's like, like stop. That's it. not how government really? government doesn't work like that. Let's you everybody stop saying you're different. You're changed. It's like I get it. All right, we're building. I got a physical. Something. Let's brood about the. I that, just had a physical. Stuff they're trying to I've inject. got the scar, so I'm not a clone, which is my first. <laughs> it blows my first theory out of the water. I thought that was gonna be. But as I soon as she said, "Open the shirt," robot. did anyone else go, "Oh, it's not gonna be a scar"? Yeah, exactly. Because that's. They had to get that out of the way. So okay, so he's not a clone, so he's a robot, but he's something. You gotta, and whatever it is, you're gonna have to come out and say it because it's not interesting enough to drag out for like 18 episodes. <laughs> Just say it. Well, Tanya Lazarus some, bit. Yeah. Well, Marvel <laughs> apparently just had like like the the big thing now is that Marvel just made a major deal with Netflix. Yeah, and Netflix yeah. is going to do like four series based on Marvel superheroes. That yep. was go- that's basically going to culminate in an Avengers style team up that will be like a Defenders. That'll be another mini series. Mini series. I think that's a great I idea. I think it's for a wonderful things. idea, but why don't you introduce those characters in Shield? <laughs> because because that's not what it's about. That is exactly what it's about. They just won't do it. Every episode they talk well, then about. Then it's not what it's about. That's what you want no, to be about. No, every episode they talk about extremists. Every episode they talk about superheroes. I'm not writing these That's episodes. Right. Yeah. Every episode is about. The first episode was like, well, he's got super serum. He's got superhero serum that's got gamma radiation, and it was formed with a tesseract. It's got all the the, the, the extremist thing. <laughs> what the? What are you talking about? Well, I think. Why does it have everything yeah, I mean, in it? I mean, if you want to, I mean, that's what's weird. They've run it is like kind of, three show guys who have of, extremist powers now, and the last this, episode this was they found kind like of, an alien helmet. If you think about it, it is kind of copping on like a Firefly kind of thing, because he has a ship, and he has this crew, and he like believes in this crew and stuff. And But the problem with that is that you don't know what his motivation is. Like, why are you doing this stuff? Yeah. Like, obviously, I mean, like he doesn't, I mean, I guess he's trying well, to save and you're people, not but rogue. they have no real... You re- have the resources right. of S.H.I.E.L.D. You, you, you are answerable to people. You're not just a yeah, bunch Yeah, so he of has no real members. motivation and nothing you can relate to. It's like, well, you have Hopefully all Hopefully they stuff. go rogue at some time. I would love fun. to see that in the show. I'm sure they're going to do it eventually. Because they almost feel like they're building But things. at some point, well, there's all kinds of reasons they could, because there could be elements in S.H.I.E.L.D. that go rogue, that go bad, that they have to go against, so they don't know who they can trust. You know, they need to bring superhero stuff into the show because they have already said that that's part of it. They had a superhero guy in the first episode. Well, what do you call it? Captain America Part 2, it looks like there might be a little bit of that uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. rogue thing going on. Well, I think that's a a plot of Captain America Part 2 where there's a rogue element of S.H.I.E.L.D. that that 
they have to and there's always stuff you can play with on that but they have to figure out what their focus is and it's difficult because their whole point is to sort of straddle these franchises without upsetting anything so I understand what the difficulty is yeah. but they have to figure out what their show is about and, and, and to what level they can contribute to the greater story yeah. you know can they introduce elements that become part of an Avengers story Yes, that means the people who do Avengers have to feed them some story items. They're like, oh, you can play with these because we're going to bring this up in the Avengers, so start teasing it now. That's the kind of stuff they need to do, but they also need their own footing. But there's no sense to why Coulson is given this weird team. So you kind of have not, to come up with a story. Be, that and why do they have all the calls, like the best ones in the yeah, world? Yeah, why are they going on all these yeah. high-profile things when they, he has like this sort of C team of losers? Right. Like you have to start explaining that stuff. Like you can do it, but you have to explain it. You have to explain why that happens in the story. And that's they're not at that point yet. They're still sort of finding their footing. But at some point, they have to explain why they can keep doing that without getting fired. It's one of those Joss Whedon things is that he, he likes to have those mysteries built in for later on. But, sometimes but they're not they building it explain. at all now, though. I mean, the, I, I can see what you're saying, like how it would be cool if they started doing some of these cases and they're like, wait a second, something's weird about this. And then they kind of start investigating other stuff. Yeah, And, and they're like kind of playing, like, yeah, we're doing stuff. They're not necessarily rogue. But they're playing like two sides of the coin with the shield people. Like they're kind of doing now, but all they're doing now is like, oh, as you're breaking up, you shut up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll violate like, orders for whatever. But they're not actually investigating or, under, you know, maybe they could like introduce that whatever, the rogue, you know, version of shield. I don't know. Yeah. I kind of hope it seems like that's they where they They're just not them. building anything now. They, that's they why only just started. We're giving them a lot of criticism for like six episodes, but so they have time. But that's where I hope they're headed. I hope. Because this level of criticism isn't just coming from us. I hope they're hearing this, and you know, think, oh well, the, you know, we do need to push in a direction. I'm interested to see if they're going to bring in Kobe Smulders as soon as uh, How I Met Your Mother ended. <laughs> just bring in that whole cast as soon as How I Met Your Mother. Well, that was like they said that was the biggest reason why she wasn't in it. Yeah, she was well, in that first I think that would be fun because now, they so. brought her in the pilot, and yeah, that would be good because she was in a movie, but she's not a movie star, so she's a perfect person. Because if she goes, if they goes rogue, she's going to be their enemy. And that's one thing. And she's like that. She'd make a good enemy. We kept enemy. talking about, yeah, especially if she the deleted scenes from Avengers, they had built her up to be more of a foil, and they, they got rid yeah. of that, which was a good decision because it was an unnecessary con- complication too much of the stuff story. for that one movie yeah. but that's how she is in the comics how she really is the one that you know she's the one that's by the book and procedural and if this if they start going off the books then she's the one to come in and try well, to real men. force the situation they can't get or, Sam Jackson yeah. for the show but they need someone to answer to that's sort of the problem too is like they do whatever they want and the random people are like why would you do this like cuz i do whatever i want it's like they need someone that they answer to that starts to make sense because that was sort of the problem that, that we were talking about before is like you have this episode and then Ron Glass is in the episode and you think oh Ron Glass is going to be this show that's good he's, he's a weed and regular and then the, J. August Richards is in the pilot and you're like oh good yeah I like him he's in some of the shows and both of them disappear immediately 
So well, then like, you do the show, and it's like, oh, this, so S.H.I.E.L.D. is these six people or whatever. Oh, so, oh, yeah. That's what it seems so like. So I thought, yeah, because yeah, yeah, what I thought was we're going to start out with this team, and they're going to discover this superhero guy, and they're going to sort of bring him in and try to sort of train him in a world of superheroes, because like, it's like the Captain America thing. Our first step in the world of superheroes like is to have one on our side. Hopefully it starts going like Buffy, where the, the characters started off as fairly regular, and then they started getting superpowers as they went yeah, along. Yeah, and the ones, and then happens. eventually the ones who don't have superpowers are just treated like the assholes of the show, <laughs> like like the Xander. It's like, oh, oh you're the Xander. only one who developed powers. Oh, well, screw you. You're no good Xander. to the show at all. We're gonna lose an eye, and you're just gonna sit around the background pining. Mm-hmm. And you can date my little sister. Eventually. Eventually. In the comic, but that's all you got. But anyways, yeah, we <laughs> that was our agents We're of done Shield now? minisode. <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't have got you started on it. You just said all the same things again. Yeah. Well, we went into greater detail. But it was yeah, a check-in. But anyway, I've enjoyed it. I think it's fun to watch. Yeah. Well, I'm still watching it, and like I'm it. still enjoying it. I think the criticism is real because the article we we're talking about, the guy said, you know, the show is not bad. Well, if it's in the an article, the show is good. The show, it's just not great. Like, I'm just glad that shows now are like of the quality that like we're we're past like heroes and other stuff. Point. It was better than heroes. Well, you know? and it's like, well, and the team is a good team. Like I, like I, I've yeah, those people are good. Like and I, they're I sort of talk down to them because they're sort of Whedon's second team, like the Doctor Horrible team. But they're a good team. They did Doctor Horrible. Like they're 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 good people to work spider on. Holes, but you know, let's bad. not forget that you know, some of them also worked on Dollhouse. So like, there's still some work to be yeah. done. Rides across the nation, the thoroughbred of sin. You got the application that you just sent him. Is the musical episode now? I watched the whole Dr. Like, Horrible thing before we it's even... It's playing you so out. let the games begin. She's starting to get louder and then like... I want to thank my mom. I know. Don't cut me off. <laughs> yeah, really. All right. You can listen to other episodes of TV Ate My Dinner at tv8mydinner.com. You can uh, like us on the Facebook. You can follow us on the Twitter. You can join us on the Dweebler and plus us on the Googles. We will talk to you next time. My name is Sean. My name is Andrew. This is Gary. And I'm Lynn. Thanks for joining us. This has been TV8 My Dinner. Don't forget to visit our forum at www.forum.tv8mydinner.com. Took my fighter monkeys.